Welcome to Hockey Night in New York, where Islanders hockey is always top shelf. Whether you got your start as a dynasty veteran, a Millbury survivor, or you were born into the Church of Trots, Hockey Night in New York is your home for all things Isles. Now, here are your eclectic hosts, Sean Cuthbert and Christian Arnold. It is Hockey Night in New York. Welcome to the program, everyone. It is Thursday. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Welcome to the Long Island Marriott next to the Coliseum. We're here for Islanders versus Rangers. Going to have a big night tonight. Great time. Welcome to the St. Patrick's Day edition of the Battle of New York. Sponsored by Patron Tequila, Lost Farmer Brewing Company, and Notorious Wines. Drive for Five is in the house. Isles Fanatics is in the house. We are raising money for the Long Island Rough Riders sled hockey. Lots of fun in store. Thank you all for coming and hanging with us. And hello to everybody watching on Twitch. My name is Sean Cuthbert. With me as always is Mr. Christian Arnold. Christian, how are you? Oh, hi, Shawnee. I was just enjoying my uh, margarita from Patron over there. Is that, that right, buddy? Good buddy Mikey O'Brien just uh, rode a bike to get us. Did you hop on the bike? I did not. We made Mike do that. No bike. All right, Absolutely fair enough. Not. But you got involved. You're having some fun. Hell yeah. Good stuff. Looking forward to having a great time here with you at the Long Island Marriott. I want to remind everybody we're presented by R.J. Daniels American Bar and Grill, located at 279A Sunrise Highway in Rockville Center. It's also sponsored by Blue Line Deli and Bagels, Thai Technology, as well as Oyster Bay Brewing Company. Thank you so much for tuning in on Twitch. So before we get started, I want to tell you all about the fun and prizes. Notorious Wines is offering a tasting here in-house. There's also a prize package that will be raffled off. Patron has the tailgate games going on over here. You got some cornhole. They also got the bike, as Christian was talking about as well. Make your own margarita. That's fun and perhaps a bit strenuous. Well, for the people who ride the bike, yeah. <laughs> I didn't ride the bike. Also, <laughs> Lost Farmer is going to hook you all up with a free beer for the Islanders' first goal. Make sure you see Kelly. She has the white tickets. Make sure you get a white ticket, and then she'll hook you up so you can get a free beer courtesy of Lost Farmer from the... Lost Farmer Brewing Company. Yes. Isn't that correct? <laughs> so we got raffle prizes being, being awarded in between periods. we got a 50-50 raffle. You can win some cash. Uh, we'll, we'll also be auctioning off a team autograph stick, all to benefit the Rough Riders sled hockey. Don't forget to take a look at the specials menu as well. And take care of the staff because they're going to take care of you all night. Make sure you visit our man Mikey over there at the Swag Shop. we got some Hockey Night New York merchandise over there. You can check them out. Say hello. Also, autographed players, player pucks are up for raffle. Like we said, a notorious wine bottle prize, bricks and barley gift cards, top, top golf gift bag, tons of stuff going on. We talked about the autographed stick. So, last but not least, the raffle ticket prizes. It's going to be $5 for three tickets, $10 for seven, $20 for 15. See the Long Island Rough Riders so you can get your tickets for the raffles. Once again, going towards a great, great cause. So, Christian, yes. let's hop into the Islanders here. Playing the Rangers, Battle of New York, like we said. That's right. They beat the Ducks Sunday 4-3. to three. three wins in a row, then it was snapped by a little shootout loss to the Caps, unfortunately, but it was a good game. Now on a four-game point streak, probably the best hockey they've played in quite a long time heading into this game against the Rangers. And, of course, we'd be remiss not to mention the sad news that came over the wire 
for the Islanders. Unfortunately, we lost the great John Potvin. So uh, some unfortunate news there. But what do you say, CA? Yeah, well, that's a very sad note to jump in on. But certainly a, a very interesting stretch of hockey. And, of course, the Battle of New York between the Islanders and the Rangers is, regardless of the standings, is always a, a heated rivalry and a heated matchup and continues to be the best rivalry in the state of New York when it comes to sports. Better than, I mean, really anything else between the two uh, New York teams that uh, compete in the same sport. So certainly a, uh, a very exciting matchup that's going to be had tonight at Madison Square Garden. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of activities in the stands with uh, being St. Patrick's Day as well. So I'm sure, I'm sure everyone will be on their best behavior. Um, but it'll be a fun game. Uh, like I said, every, everyone always gets up for this game, especially the Islanders. Yeah, you got to figure that uh, the scheduling gods over at the NHL must have had a, an issue trying to find the night. Because remember, St. Patrick's Day wasn't initially when that game was supposed to be. It was supposed to be back in December, I believe. Then you had the COVID issues and... Then, unfortunately, I mean, well, fortunately, if you're a fan of St. Patrick's Day and having a good time, but you have it tonight, Islanders versus Rangers at the Garden. I mean, it's got to be a madhouse in the city, let alone how it's going to be in the Garden tonight. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a sports fan's, you know, biggest dream. Between March Madness starting today in, in college basketball, the Islanders and Rangers tonight at the Garden, it's going to be a, a fantastic matchup, like I said. And the Islanders are actually playing good hockey. And, you know, you look at even the game against the Caps, it wasn't the result you were hoping for, but the Islanders have played good hockey the last couple of weeks. So, um, finally starting to look like, and I think we talked about this in the past show, you know, they're starting to look like the team that we've kind of expected it to be. Now, is that the product of, of it being too little too late for making a playoff run? Right. Or is it the product of, you know, them getting healthy again? I think it's a little bit of everything. But certainly if you're looking for good things, if you're looking for positive signs from the Islanders that this is a team that still can compete, uh, and, you know, there's positive momentum going to next year, you know, you're starting to see them a little bit more and more. And, I mean, and, and fair and, and coming against a, a very good New York Rangers team that has a hot, hot, hot power play right now and, um, you know, certainly also beat the Anaheim Ducks the other day at the, at the Garden in right. overtime. Um, part of that was, was a comeback from, come from behind win for the Rangers because of a, a power play goal and then a goal from a fellow Long Islander and Adam Fox in the game winner. So it'll be a good one at the Garden. No, for sure. And, you, you know, you talk about the trade deadline. We've pretty much been discussing that for what feels like the last month, two months, just because I mean, of the state of the Islanders right now. now. But the Rangers made an early acquisition getting F Frank Vetrano yeah. from the Florida Panthers. The Panthers cleared up some space to make an acquisition of their own. We'll talk a little bit more about that with Dan Rosen from NHL.com, who's going to be joining us in just a few minutes. But, um, yeah, the Rangers are geared up for a playoff run. Uh, to the chagrin of Islander fans, they're in the mix. Well, they'll get knocked out in the first round. <laughs> I mean, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised, but <laughs> it's going to be tough for, for no, those guys. No, they're a good team. To... They're a good team. I mean, it's, it's tough to say, I'm sure, for a lot of Islander fans, but the Rangers are a much better team than I think a lot of, a lot of people predicted they would be, and they've taken a lot of big steps. But I, I think a big step for the Islanders would be to go into the Garden tonight and really kind of step up their game and continue the positive momentum and you're going to want to see big games at a certain guys and um, of course one thing to watch is going to be the Igor you know uh, Igor Shosturkin and Ilya Sorokin matchup tonight at the Garden the what a lot of people presume to be sort of the future rivalry between two you know goaltenders that have gone up against one another many many times between playing in Russia and now playing here in the States. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, and look, regardless of where the teams are in the standings, even though the Islanders might be a little out of it when it comes to the playoffs, you get the Islanders and Rangers, it's always a big yeah. game. It's always yeah. a rivalry. And it doesn't matter who's who's up in the standings. No, it's, it's it doesn't a wild at all. card. It doesn't matter. So we're going to we're going to be in for a good battle yeah. tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun here at the Mar Marriott by the Coliseum. 
and I'm um, looking forward to it, man. Yeah, it should be a great night. I like it. And, and obviously, of course, the memories that the Islanders and Rangers have had between playing one another now, um, you know, they take, they take that rivalry to UBS Arena in, in, in Omont, but obviously they spent so many years battling each other at the Nassau Coliseum and the many, many memories. I know we had Alan Crate on a couple of weeks ago. We, him and I were talking about it sort of the, the old days when, you know, he was telling me you go to the garden and if there was a person in Islander fan, there was going to be a fight, you know, a fight in Islander jersey. You know, back in the day, people threw fists. It was a, it was a real sort of take your life into your own hands situation. What at the Coliseum and the Garden. What do you think the money line is on that tonight, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day at the Garden? I mean, it's got to be, it's got to I mean, be the, up there, right? The money I mean, line for what's, what's the over under here? It's got to be like minus seventy five for, <laughs> for a fight before you even get into the building, let alone in the game. Yeah, well, that remains to be seen. Puck drop is going to be in about fifty minutes. But once again, I want to thank everybody for hanging out here at the Long Island Marriott by the Nassau Coliseum. Thanks for those of you tuning in live on twitch.tv slash hockey night and why we're going to take a quick break when we come back dan rosen from nhl.com is going to join us on the phone we'll be right back it's a new islander season and you've got a great spot to catch all the action rj daniels american bar and grill in rockville center inside the bar or the heated outdoor patio you won't miss any of the excitement on their wall-to-wall big screen tvs and in-game sound enjoy it all with delicious food drinks, and plenty of specials in a lively atmosphere staffed by the friendliest folks around. RJ Daniels is in the heart of Rockville Center at 279A Sunrise Highway, just steps from the train station. So come on down. Watch the boys in blue and orange continue their quest for Lord Stanley with your fellow Islander diehards. And when the game's not on, stop by for a great meal and a great time seven days a week. Hang for the late night bar scene or book a party or catering for any occasion. Call 516-536-6258 to make reservations and go to rjdaniels.com to check out the menu. RJ Daniels American Bar and Grill, your home for New York Islanders hockey. Customer service is the backbone of any great business, and reliable telecommunication is essential to keeping your client base happy. Introducing Thai Technology, a low-cost, flexible internet phone service founded on the idea that every customer deserves exceptional service while providing simple setup and management and easy integration to clients across the country. Thai Technology will not only create a custom solution tailored to your specific needs, but will partner with you to provide a competitive edge to you and your clients. And if you need support, you won't be routed to an automated call center in another country, you'll get a live representative that had a personal hand in building your account. So Islander fans, if your business is looking for a change from companies like Spectrum, Verizon, or Optimum, Thai Technology is offering three free months of service for any of its affordable packages. Just call 516-856-7800. That's 516-856-7800. Or visit them on the web at ThaiTechnology.com. That's Thai, T-I-E, Technology.com. Thai Technology, the right choice for your internet phone service. Did you have a nice break? Well, it's time to get back on the couch for more Islanders Therapy with Shawnee and C. Arnold on Hockey Night in New York. Oh, welcome back to Hockey Night in New York. Chris Arnold, Sean Cuthbert with you live from the Long Island Marriott in Uniondale, New York, right next to the historic Nassau Coliseum. Islanders and Rangers face off in about 45 minutes or so. And we're going to go live to Madison Square Garden right now where a friend of the program, Dan Rosen, joins us. 
Dan, how many fights did you have to walk through to get into the building so far today? <laughs> got here before the fans, so I was going good. I mean, I didn't even take the train, so I got to walk through the station. But uh, it should be a fun night. It should be a good night at the Garden. It always is when these two teams are playing up against each other. And, you know, you got a Sorokin Shesterkin night, too, so that's another one that adds to this rivalry a little bit. No doubt about it, Dan. Sean here, thanks so much for giving us some time. So we were just talking about it before you got on here. Rangers get Frank Vitrano from the Panthers, then the Florida Panthers go on and acquire Ben Sherratt. What do you make of these deals, and how do they affect the playoff landscape as we approach the deadline? Well, I mean, as we know, as everybody knows, the Florida Panthers are a legit contender. There's no question about it. And they got a ton of offense, and they wanted to get another defenseman, and they needed to free up some cap space to do it, and I think Vitrano's around $2.5 uh, so that's one of the ways they were able to do it. And I think it also freed up some other room for them, too. I don't know that they're necessarily done yet. From the Rangers' perspective, it's a, it's a no-brainer move. We've got a guy here in Petrano who can score, okay? I mean, he's not going to light it up for you all the time. But he hasn't, he's been playing sheltered minutes in Florida because they got so many guys there. Here he's going to be a middle six forward. Uh, you know, he's going to play on a line tonight, and Jordan Durant wouldn't give it away. We'll find out soon enough. But either, either with Ryan Strom or with Filipino, so either second line or third line at right wing. I mean, think about it. If this guy comes in and plays with Panarin and Strom, he's got a shot. Like, one thing that Vetrano has, he's got a legit shot that he can score from distance. He's got that type of shot, and that's going to help even, you know, when you play with two playmakers like Strom and Panarin. I think that's where he ends up with C. Um, I think it's an easy move for the Rangers to make. They got the cap space to bring him in. They don't give up much, just a fourth round pick. It doesn't really impact them. And I think there's more to come down the pike for the Rangers as well, too. It's a, this doesn't take away from a bigger move that they can make. So from Florida, it made a lot of sense. I understand it. And now from the Rangers' perspective, I think they jumped in and were able to get you know a guy who can play in their lineup and, and make some type of impact. And they don't give up anything else. They don't give up much to get him. It makes sense. Talking with Dan Rosen here on the line, brought to you by our friends over at Thai Technology. Dan Rosen at Madison Square Garden. Dan, when you look at this matchup, the Islanders and Rangers, are, it's an interesting one. The Rangers obviously come in with a really hot hand when it comes to their power play unit. The Islanders, surprisingly enough, though, despite their lack of success this season, they've had a pretty good penalty kill unit. How do you see the special teams game playing a part in tonight's matchup? Well, you know, the thing is with the Rangers' power play, it's blowing and it goes a lot. They're second in the league right now. Even the best penalty kills struggle against it. You have to pressure up against the Rangers' power play. You have to meet them as they're attempting to get into the zone. And there's a risk-reward factor with that. You can pressure up against their power play. Well, you might knock the puck away from them, be able to clear it, make Adam Fox with 200 feet back, you know, and it's hard for them to get set up. But if you pressure up on their power play, and it doesn't work. They're able to chip it low. They win a lot of board battles down underneath the goal line. You got Chris Kreider, who's a big body winning battles. And Aaron is so sneaky good with his stick to win battles. And, and that's how the Rangers get set up a lot, too. So it's a hard thing when you're facing a power play that's rolling like this. And then once they get set up in the zone, there's so many different weapons that you can look at. They try, they could try to find the one timer with Panarin, try to find Kreider's stick in and around the net area. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, the one time it was Zavanajad, Crowder's stick around the net area. There's so many different options here. Uh, it's going to be, it's hard for any team, even a team that's got a good penalty kill. 
Dan, what do you make of this budding rivalry that we're going to have here between the Islanders and Rangers, particularly between the pipes? You got Shesterkin, you got Sorokin. They're going to be the goalies of the future for these two teams now. Sorokin's already kind of wrestled that job away from Varlamov. You have everybody talking about the fact that he might get dealt come on Monday. So, I mean, is this going to be one of the best goalie battles in, in the league here when you got Shesterkin lined up against Sorokin in division rivals here, Islanders, Rangers? What do you make of it? Well, you know, I think Barry Trotz had on it this morning. You know, it's proximity, right? So, would we be talking about Sorokin and Shesterkin if one of them played for the Rangers and the other played for the Seattle Kraken? Probably not, right? Would we even be talking about if one of them played for the Rangers or the Islanders and the other played for the Carolina Hurricanes? Most likely not. But it's the proximity. They play so close to each other, same market, big rivals, historical rivals, and now you got two goalies who are friends. Uh, and have taken over the nets and, and looked to have long futures here. When was the last time the Rangers and Islanders had goaltenders, both of which were, you know, the cornerstones of their franchise? It's been a long time. The Rangers have had goaltenders. The Islanders have not. Uh, and now they they might, very well might have that. And the Rangers obviously do as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun over these next several years. You know, the thing is, though, you know, you look at the teams now, whereas the Islanders were the team that was going to the Eastern Conference Final and doing those things as the Rangers were trying to, you know, the Rangers were basically getting their confidence a little bit, right? Now the Rangers are the team that you're looking at and saying they might be the legit contender and the Islanders are struggling. Both of these teams have to be good at the same time. That's what we really need. We have good goals in this market, and that's great. But if you can get both of them to be legit good at the same time, the same year, and have the prospect of them facing each other in the playoffs, now we got something cooking. That's what was cooking years ago. We need to get that cooking again. Talking with Dan Rosen here on the line, brought to you by Tide Technology. Dan, I know warm-ups are just about to start there at Madison Square Garden, so we're going to let you go in just a second. But before we do, I have to get a prediction for tonight's game. Now, I want you to remember we are in a room here at the Marriott on Long Island, right across the street from the Nassau Coliseum. Sean and I... (laughs) We're in a room full of Islander fans. We would like to get out of here safe and sound, so please be mindful when you Really make your queuing him up here, here huh? Yeah, well, I want to see what he says. <laughs> Dan, uh, Dan, what's your prediction for tonight's game? Well, I'm very mindful of everything that you just said. <laughs> uh, if you can sense the butts or the however okay. coming, it's coming. Uh, the Rangers have been a team that could very well at home. Uh, they just lost two bad games on the road in Minnesota and St. Louis came back against Dallas, came back against Anaheim. They've got Shesterkin in that tonight. They know they're going a hard road trip this weekend, Tampa and Carolina, back-to-back. It's not a must-win, far from it, but I think they're going to look at this game and say, we got to have this one right here to feel good going on the road, and I think they get it. You know, they got 20 comeback wins. That's second in the league. It could come and come from behind fashion. We don't know, but with Shesterkin in that, and what they got coming up, new guy in the lineup, I gotta go with the Rangers tonight. Well, Dan, really appreciate your time here right before the game. Thank you so much. Enjoy the game at the Garden tonight, and uh, hope to have you on again soon. All right, guys. Good luck in that right now. All right. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Dan. Dan well, I guess Rosen. I should be saying good luck to me. Well, that's true. I'll, I hope you that too. Yeah, good luck to you too, Dan. Dan Rosen, NHL.com. You can follow him on Twitter at DRosenNHL. Of course, you can follow all his work at 
the NHL website, NHL.com. Dan Rosen picking the New York Rangers to win tonight, so he will not be invited back on the show ever again, <laughs> uh, as per our, our policy here on Hockey this Night true. in New York. This is true. This is true. But great insight from Dan, who, who's very in, you know, in the know when it comes to this, these two teams. Uh, we really appreciate his time coming on today. Yeah, no question about it. Always a great I, I hope spot. he wore green today. Did you see that photo that Arthur tweeted out of Andrew and, uh, and Colin Stevenson? I did uh, not. Oh, my God. It's adorable. Andrew, Andrew, and Colin both uh, both wearing green today at the garden. How about that? Get Colin, in the spirit. Colin had a little uh, leprechaun hat on. Okay. I see you got your shade of green yeah, as well. You know, I got to get in this holiday yeah, spirit. Sure. Mine's a little more subtle. A little got gray, the Guinness a touch as well. Got the Guinness as well. Yes, to go Guinness along for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, indeed, it. indeed. So the train rolls on here at Hockey Night New York. Remind, want to remind you guys all that we got a great raffle going on here for the Long Island Rough Riders Sled Hockey Program. Make sure you see them. Get your tickets. There's a 50-50. Some great prizes. Get involved. Five, Drive for Five also has some great merchandise as well. Check them out. Some beautiful hoodies. We got Isles Fanatics in the house having a great time here at the Long Island Marriott next to the Nassau Coliseum. That's right. The I've barn, that if you will. Yeah. The barn. The old barn. The old barn. <laughs> now, there's a, new, well, there's a new barn, but really it's a stable. It's just, They call it the stable. <laughs> That's true. A lot of horsies over there. There are... <laughs> All right, so the train rolls on. How to, how to it's okay. I know, I know, I know. It's it's okay. It's all right. That was so, a curveball. as we were saying before, yeah. Isles are three zero and one in their last four. They are best stretch in a while. Yeah, going into the Garden tonight. One of the changes during this streak that they're on right now, a new formed line, something that Islander fans have kind of been looking for in a, in quite a while, and that's that pairing true. up Matt Barzell with Oliver Wallstrom. They also have Zach Parise flanking him there on the left side, which I like. I like that. That's been a great combination. Honestly, I think it's a pretty good mix. You got you, the guy who busts his tail every shift right. in Parise, digging out pucks, right? And he's also <laughs> found a little bit of a scoring touch lately as well. You got Barley to be your dish man. And then you got Wallstrom, who's going to put the puck in the net. Theoretically, anyway. Right. I was looking at his ice I time mean, he'll recently, shoot the puck at and the he's, very been, least. he's been logging under, under 10 minutes the last few games. I mean, maybe that has a little bit to do with special teams, but... I like this line, and I'd like to see it stick. What do you think? No, I, I mean, it's something obviously everyone's been calling to see since day one, right? I mean, this has been the line everyone's been waiting for. This is supposed to be the line of the future. Matthew Barzell, Oliver Wallstrom teaming up, leading the New York Islanders to a Stanley Cup together. This is the star of it. At least it, it looks exciting to start anyway. I mean, there's a lot of su success there. You're seeing a lot of chemistry there. And I think, too... I think you've always seen Matthew Barzell, to a certain extent, kind of find that chemistry quicker with some of those younger players on the Islanders roster, right? You know, you look back, you know, a year or two ago when he was paired with Bo, that was usually somewhat of a, a you know, productive line when, when they all were going. You know, of course, right. Billy has the, the tendency of sort of falling out of sorts when it comes to his, uh, his scoring touch and his ability there. Sometimes he has that streaky stretch, but so does Matthew Barzell. But right now, I think you're seeing two players that are very comfortable with each other. They're creating opportunities. Zach Parisi, as you said, is someone who comes in there, he works his butt off every shift that he's on the ice, and he's a guy that, you know, has that veteran know-how and that veteran presence to be sort of that, that, that leader, if you will, on that line. To, say, yeah. to look at those guys and be like, listen, like I know what you're going through, or listen, like you got to do this and you got to be here for this to be successful. So he he kind of commands that respect when you have two younger guys on that line as well. Sure, and and if there's any time to to experiment with this, I think that's now because we know where they are in the standings. There's not a lot of pressure for them to you know move up in the standings, and winning and whatnot. I mean, obviously that's still the goal. But look, I mean, why not tinker with a little bit? Why not experiment? Why not see? 
if you can get Wallstrom going with Barzell, and maybe this is a line you look at more long-term when you head yeah. into the, to the season next year. You, you're already hearing Zach Parise wants to stay. I don't know if he's lobbying Lula Amarillo <laughs> or if he's just, you know, making his comments. That, might be, his more of a, uh, that might be more of a, hey, like, I'd love to have a contract next year kind of thing. I th you know, and I think Andy Green said the same thing, so I think they're both lobbying to stay here on the island, which is good. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's nice to see... Players now want to stick around. Listen, Zach Parisi, I'd keep more quicker than Andy Green. I know we talked about it a little bit last week in the in the sense that you know I think Andy Green's presence has been great for, for a number of guys on this Islanders roster, but I, I think there comes a, a time when you know you kind of got to cut bait and you, you know what you've gotten the best out of someone and their better years are behind you. I think you're kind of hitting that point with Andy Green. He's a great character guy. Always a great guy to talk talk to him in the room when when media could do that and talk to players in the in the sure. in the dressing room, but. You know, I don't know if uh, if Andy Green's going to be here next year. It'd be it'd be I'd be a bit surprised to say the least. I mean, look, I started saying it last week that it might be time to move on from from him, at least in a top six role. Now, you want to keep him around for your seventh D-man, some insurance? I'm okay I, with I, that. I mean, I mean look, you have Sebastian Ajo. You know, you have some guys coming up. Like, well, why as, not? Try, as you I, well I'm sure know, there's got to be another younger player that you could get on the cheap. The New York Islanders like their character guys. I, know, I, I mean, know. Matt Martin's still here. He seems to be a guy some Islander fans are starting to say, okay, it's time to move on. He's getting less and less ice, ice time. You have Zidane Char, who's obviously a guy who has been a, a lightning rod for this team ever since he came over. And you have to, you know, find that right balance between age versus, you know, locker room value, right? right. Because you can't have guys going out there if they can't hang anymore. Parisi's showing that he still can. Andy Green... Again, he might be a decent utility guy. We'll see. Listen, Andy we'll Green see. is a guy that's going to, I could see sort of that Johnny Boychuk, you know, his post-playing career, him having a role within the organization as a, as a coach or, you know, player development or scouting or something like that. Like a lot of Islanders end up doing it after their playing careers. Do I see Andy Green playing a, a, a role, really, on this roster after this year? Not so much. So yeah, I hear you. Like I said, maybe a utility role, but I do want to move on to some other guys on this roster who I want to t talk about hot aisles right, right now. These guys are on fire. Yeah. On fire. I'm going to start. Anders Lee. I've heard eight of that goals, guy. one assists. One assist. One assist. <laughs> well, you don't pluralize He's one. He's got one assist. <laughs> he has one assist. Multiple assists. For nine points in the last five games played. So. He's on fire. Brock Nelson, five goals, three assists for eight points in his last seven. Kyle Palmieri, five, four, and nine in his last four after being completely invisible for the first half of the season. Second half player. Second half player. <laughs> Just like Zach Parisi. That's right. Josh Bailey, three goals, four assists in the last four games played. So these guys have woken up again. We, we talked about last week, is that just a product of the pressure's on? I think Josh Bailey has been listening to the podcast, heard what we said about him <laughs> the last couple weeks, and he's like, listen, these guys, they're talking a lot of trash. i got to prove them wrong. He's a subscriber. Definitely a subscriber. But, or that, or he saw, <laughs> that or he saw us when we were at the game the other day when we got down to the Heineken suite ah, and we yes. were along the glass. He might have spotted us and was like, listen, I, these guys are here now. Now I really got to make an impact. So, he might have been throwing daggers at us. I, I mean, yeah. I would. Give us a little dirty look. I get a lot of daggers thrown at me anyway. Well, you so. have a lot of nasty things to say about this team. <laughs> I do not. That's not true. Uh, you're give and take, I guess. Some good, some bad. So, But Noah Dobson, another guy I want to keep on. It depends if we're in a room full of Islander fans, in which case oh, no, I, I would like to get out to my car safely. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But Noah Dobson, <laughs> I've been singing his praises now for the past few weeks, right. and I have to Nobson. continue to do so. Nobson, as we affectionately call mm -hmm. him. Um, he's really developing into a top-pairing defenseman here right before our eyes. Uh, he's All of a sudden, he's third in the team in scoring. He's got 10 goals, 24 assists for 34 points. He has been on a points tear. 
since late January. Five goals, 15 assists for 20 points in the 23 games since January 25th. Almost a point per game clip since late January. And all of a sudden, it looks like he might be a guy who could supplant you know, Ryan Pollock as your top right-handed defenseman. Now, he needs a he oh, needs I don't a know if I would go that far. He needs but. a partner. I mean, because, look, you got Pollock and Pollock. Obviously, yeah. they're, they're your strongest pairing right now. But you get Noah Dobson, a good left-handed shot partner, you might have something else here where you have another great top four when maybe you look back on the days of Pellick, Pollock, Mayfield, Taves, right? Yeah. Nobson's own... Nob, I just called him Nobson and not... I mean, I didn't, even, I didn't even give it a second thought, <laughs> right? so... But Noah Dobson here could kind of start filling that Devontae's role, obviously on the right side. Right. It's almost a shame that Scott Mayfield couldn't go to bed and wake up as a left-handed defenseman <laughs> the next day. Listen, maybe but he does. Who knows? I don't think that's going to happen. Also, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, listen, I know we Scott Mayfield is, is a valuable defender on this team. He does a lot of good things and all that. I, I don't know if he's also your second-paired defenseman, even if he was a left-hander. I think especially with the development of Noah Dobson now and how well he's – he started to play, and the, the, the production you're starting to see out of him, you want someone a little more I don't, stable isn't the right word, but you want someone else there that can kind of match his his production and his, his energy and, and sort of make up some of the gaps as well and kind of be that, that learning tool as well. Is he still developed? Because he's still young. He's sure, still but I'm just saying, you know, at 21 years old and the promise that he's showing already, the upside is just phenomenal right now, and, and he really could end up being a, a huge, huge cog for this team where... Maybe you don't forget about Devontae's, but you miss him a little less. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you, certain to a certain extent. Sure. I think you still look at the, the stretch of the season and you go, yeah, Devontae's would have been huge in, in X, of Y, course, and Z. Of course, of um, course. You know, uh, Nick Letty would have been huge in X, Y, and Z. You know, you, you look at the impact that those two guys have had and you see what they actually brought to this Islanders roster and you kind of get blown away almost because you do you look at last year and a lot of the complaints and a lot of the, the sort of hiccups for for Nick Letty and obviously that kind of took sort of the the center stage with all of that conversation but then you look step back and take a look at what really his body of work was and, and it really has been hard to replace for the Islanders between losing Taze between losing Letty um, you know it's great to see the development of, of a guy like Noah Dobson and that's huge for the organization when when you know they've been um you know they've been trying to get that that next defender there. They had the, they had the Pulaks, they had the Pelics. Noah Dobson was on pace to be that next guy, and now it seems like that's kind of finally coming through. But you need to now find someone to pair with him that can that can bring the production and kind of make up some of the gap that you lost with the, with the Nickelodeon with the Devontae's. No, I'm with you there. They they still need more. There's no question about it. They need a guy that can complement Noah Dobson. But it's just it's encouraging to see what he's been able to do for this team so far and in almost such a what we would consider a, a short span of time you know where it kind of just clicked for him in, at the end of january and and now he just looks so good out there so let's get him a d partner speaking of looking so good out there have you looked at the tvs and seen our face i'll be damn we look real good we look on these pretty TVs. good uh, not bad not bad i'm gonna, this is not I'm gonna a, be honest this is not a pitch to let's say like an msg <laughs> or an sny or yes network or something but if you guys are looking for people that look good that should be on tv to talk about <laughs> hockey i don't think we look too bad right now always the ever humble christian arnold here at hockey night in new york Christian's obviously saying. having a good time. I think that Guinness is getting your head, buddy. Well, that and the Patron. That and the Patron. an interesting yes. mix. The, the custom margarita. Are you going to get in the bike, buddy? What's going <laughs> Absolutely on? Absolutely not. I want to see some more people on that bike. Yeah. Looks like a great time. 
get Mike on the bike cam. Get Mike on the bike. Get Mike on the bike. It rhymes and everything. Yes, yeah. I want to remind everybody, you can see our friend Mikey over here running the Hockey Night New York merch table over there. We got some shirts for sale, some hats. We got some free giveaways, stickers, keychains. Go say hello to Mike. Take some free merch and perhaps buy some as well. It's all very fashionable. Yes. You'll look great. You will. So with that, folks. It's a shame gonna... we don't have anything green right now. That would have been a real Not great yet. sales. Uh, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yes, we also have Owen Wilson over there. He's hanging out. So go over the table, say, wow. And, uh, you know, you'll get your free sticker, your yeah. free keychain, whatnot. But, uh, listen, I think it's time to go to Questions Brewing here, buddy. So love it. we're going to take another quick break, a short break. When we come back, we're going to field some questions. In fact, if there's anybody out there that wants to step up, ask us a question here, you can jump right up here. We, we have, a have a microphone here. Yeah. We do. So if you want to get involved, don't be shy. We'll be happy to give some wrong answers to your questions. <laughs> so, as we we're, always, do. we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, questions brewing. You have a lot of choices when it comes to great beer, and Oyster Bay Brewing Company provides the best Long Island has to offer. Oyster Bay Brewing Company is dedicated to producing the highest quality beer while staying true to their nautical history on the Gold Coast of Long Island. They're the creators of the renowned Barn Rocker Session Ale, available at 12 locations in the Islanders' brand new home. UBS Arena. And because Oyster Bay has increased distribution across the country, you can grab your barn rocker from Carolina to California if you're following the team on the road. Here at home, the tap room on 36 Audrey Avenue is open seven days a week with indoor and outdoor seating so you can experience their smooth honey ale, savory IPA, or gluten-free hard seltzers right in historic Oyster Bay. You can also shop online at oysterbaybrewing.com for curbside pickup, local delivery, or have your order shipped anywhere in New York. And if you use coupon code HNINY at checkout, you'll get 15% off. Oyster Bay Brewing Company, Long Island's Gold Coast Brewery. Hey Islander fans, you already know Blue Line Deli and Bagels is the best place to get your game day meal. And now, you can get it at the game. Blue Line Deli and Bagels is proud to be featured in the brand new UBS Arena for all Islander games and live events as an official partner of the New York Islanders. Blue Line is also moving beyond Belmont, opening its doors at 217 Carlton Avenue in East Islip. So whether it's at the Islanders' new home, East Islip, or at the flagship deli at 719 West Jericho Turnpike in Huntington, all three locations are eager to greet you with their familiar friendly service and the best food around. So stop on in for delicious Bagel Boss bagels, hearty breakfast favorites, tasty hockey-themed heroes, freshly made smoothies, and so much more. And remember, you can always check out the menu and order online at bluelinedeli.com. Blue Line Deli and Bagels. Our goal is to make you a hero. It's time for Questions Brewing, brought to you by Oyster Bay Brewing Company, Long Island's Gold Coast Brewery. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, that guy for... sounds like a tool. Whoever did that wow, voice. that's not nice. He sounds like a really nice super guy. Uh, I disagree. Very handsome also. I met him. I He's a nice guy. Would disagree. Okay, that's fine. Agree to disagree. Christian, it's time for Questions Brewing, brought to you by Oyster Bay Brewing Company. Of All course, right. they're fabled. Barn Rocker Session Ale. Christian. This is now a barn rocker that I'm drinking. Sure. We'll pretend like a little dark. Yeah. A little on the darker side, but sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. So, Christian, let's fire away here. What's our first question for Questions Qu- Brewing? Question Brewing from B-Lars. Um, B-Lars 89, I should say. Yes. Do you believe the Islanders should keep Cal Clutterbuck in the offseason? 
or is it time to move on? Can we really keep playing fourth-line guys, especially when we are uh, tied up against the cap? That's a great question, B. Lars, and thanks for tuning in tonight. Yeah, Listen, I appreciate it, man. I think that it may be time. Now, I'm a big fan of Cal Clutterbuck, but you have to look at these guys' salaries, right? And one of the problems for this team is getting that one or two guys to just get them over the hump, right? They obviously play a great defensive system when everything's going right. Yeah. They have a great goaltending tandem. And you need and look, cap cap space has been an issue for this team. So it might finally be time to move on from these bottom six guys who who obviously contribute. They do a great job. Everybody loves that line. Everybody loves Martin, Sezikis, and Clutterbuck. I do too. But it may be time to find that balance between a fourth line that can still get the job done, but also give you a little more affordability on the cap side of things so you can bring in a guy who can either help on defense or maybe more especially help on the wings. Maybe get a guy to flank Barzell until a guy like Oliver Walsh or Kiefer Bellows is ready to really start potting goals. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think I think we talked about it in the last show as well. The writing has been on the wall that I think Cal Clutterbuck's tenure with the Islanders is coming to close, whether that's a trade now during the, the at the deadline or whether that is some sort of, you know, or he's not re-signed in the offseason. I think that's been basically the writing on the wall with, with Ross Johnson's contract. I know I said that last week. And two, you need the cap space. You know, the Islanders are against, up against the cap, and at a certain point, you need to you need to start clearing that space, and you need to start letting go of some of these guys. So Cal Clutterbuck is, is, again, he fits that role. He fits that role of a player that has been a great character guy, great locker room guy. He does a lot of good things on the ice. Uh, up until really sort of this this year when I Where's the letter? Where's the letter, obviously. But, you know, I think at a certain point, too, you kind of got to cut bait and, and start moving on and get ready for that next step within this organization and moving so that you can get a team on the ice that's going to be able to compete for a Stanley Cup. I think the last couple games maybe have shown and given me a little bit more confidence in saying that the Islanders are a team that still has a lot of pieces that can be successful going forward um, but at the same time you do have to sort of look at some of those older pieces veteran players that uh, maybe don't need to be here next year or, or aren't going to be here next year I think Clutterbuck kind of fits that bill Christian I'm with you there let's go on to the next one question brewing uh, Mike4652 co question brewing does anybody think that the Tyler Bertuzzi Isles talk might happen mostly due to his vac status question mark Wild was exiled I mean maybe um, I mean, I don't know. See, I find it interesting that we even have people saying that the Islanders are reaching out to anybody because we know what a lockbox Lou Lamarillo's methods are. Yeah. I mean, how does anybody yeah. even know that the Islanders are reaching out unless they're getting it from the other team's side? Is, is somebody in Detroit letting people know that they're inquiring about Bertuzzi? Yeah, I suppose that's possible. But, I mean, at least from the Islanders' side of things, it's, it's not coming from Lou's camp. I, I don't know how anybody could have an inside track on that. So I'm not even sure there's definitely interest in Bertuzzi. I would be skeptical for a lot of different reasons. I think the VAC status certainly plays into it. Understandably, that, that comes with its own set of other, you know, other talking points and, and issues, and kind of regardless of where anybody stands on that, that has been sort of a big component of what the Islanders believe when it comes from Lou Lamorello down, from ownership down, um, has been, listen, like, if you're not vaccinated, you're not playing for this organization. Regardless of it's, if it's the Islanders, it's Bridgeport, or anything else, you're not playing for this organization. So I would be really, really, really hard-pressed to imagine somebody, especially in the current climate, with everything the way is, it is right now, that... Lamorello would even express interest in a guy that that kind of comes with that extra extra, for lack of a better word, baggage. Right? You look at what's going on 
with a lot of other teams in this area. The Nets with Kyrie Irving, the Mets, the Yankees with potential issues now. And obviously those are, are much different circumstances. There's no vaccine mandate for, for players to play on Long Island or Nassau County. But the Islanders, Islanders' thought process with that, of course, has been you're vaccinated or you're not playing this season. And we'll, we'll work to get you right. somewhere else. They did with Bodie Wild. And, you know, they put him in a spot where they hope he can succeed and maybe he comes back next year or year after that. But I, I just – that's the big the big hang-up aside from, you know, I, these these kind of things don't leak from Lula Morello. Also, right. the package that you'd have to give uh, give up to get Tyler Bertuzzi I think would maybe be too much that the Islanders wouldn't want to even start to examine or if they even have. I mean, that's right. the thing, too. I mean, we, we talk about the fact that they may not even have the assets to get one of these guys they're looking for, which is why we may see some activity from the Islanders just to acquire some assets in order to use over the summer. I think that might be something they have to do. But the question is, what are they going to be able to get with the guys that are available? It's, it's Look, Lou's got a big job ahead of him. Yeah. He's got a big job ahead of him between now and Monday and then between Monday and the summer because... They have that core there, but they yeah. still got to add to it, and he's got to find a way to do it. That's his job. And you know what? Maybe this is one of the first summers in a long time where the Islanders are really able to lure in some, you know, maybe even not top name, but, but I mean, guys, free agents that can contribute because it's just been, I mean, we all know the history. We, know, we all know how, how the struggles have been trying to get free agents, you know, to, to, to get, get them over here. Yeah. But, you know, you have the new regime in here, so so maybe uh, they can finally make that happen over the summer. Guys still buy into In I trust. Yeah. I mean, listen, players still respect Lou Lamarell. They still look at Barry Trotz here, and they go, this is an organization that is still on the right path. And I think that's not, not changing, at least even, you know, even after one run rough season, that there are a lot of reasons why that happened. No, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. But it's time to move on from... That was Questions Brewing. Brought to you by Oyster Bay Brewing Company, Long Island's Gold Coast Brewery. That's right, folks. That was Questions Brewing, brought to you by Oyster Bay Brewing Company. And now it is a very special part of the show here. The president of the Long Island Rough Riders, Sled Hockey, Frank Martin, is going to join us for a few questions here. That's why we're here tonight. That's why we're fundraising tonight for the great program of the Long Island Rough Riders. So we're going to talk to Frank now. Please give him a round of applause. Thank you so much. Hey, Tommy, 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 would you mind just giving Frank these headphones so he can hear us? Thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate it. And we can vamp for the next second or two while we get Frank set up. Of course, Lion Rough Riders do a, a tremendous, tremendous, uh, great cause, great team, and we're excited to have Frank on here. And I think Frank is situated now. Frank can hear us. Oh, we also have to turn Frank's mic on. Yes, we do. All right, Frank, try again. We're good now. We're good we are now. good. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for thank joining us. Thank you so us. much for coming, everybody. I want to thank the Marriott. Thank everybody for being here tonight. Hope everybody's having a good time. Let's go Islanders. Let's go <laughs> Islanders. Those are the magic words right there. That's what we like Those to hear. Those are the magic words. So, Frank, again, really appreciate you joining us here. I mean, first and foremost, if you don't mind, maybe you can just tell us about the program. Tell us how you got it started and uh, all the great things you have going on with the Long Island Rough Riders. Well, we're an amazing group of athletes in our program, okay? I am carrying on the uh, program that has been set, set and laid in foundation from a former president who passed away. And I'm just sort of carrying on the work that has already all been created, okay? The whole mission of our program here is to uh, promote, foster, 
um, camaraderie, teamwork. Camaraderie, teamwork, sponsorship, everything involved in, um, in what I consider an amazing group of athletes to allow them to participate in the play of the, uh, the sport of sled hockey. Unfortunately, with that, um, one of the missions of our program, not unfortunately, one of the missions of our program has always been that our athletes that, are in, uh, um, that we welcome to play in this sport do not have any out-of-pocket expense or cost incurred to them to play this. And that's where it becomes sort of my job to raise money to allow them to participate. Uh, to give you an idea, sled equipment, sled hockey, sleds alone are run about $2,000. Uh, equipment and costs, ice rental, everything imaginable, hotels, meals, our athletes incur no cost in that. And that's my job where I come in and sort of give them a little guidance, ideas, suggestions, along with my input and the board that helps run this program to... Um, to raise the funds to be able to do this. I also would like to bring into the fact that when we're promoting all of this stuff, our goal is that we try to encourage our athletes. Now, in the world of sled hockey, most people see it as being a disabled sport where it's double amputees, single amputees, um, in, um, in athletes with, with spinal cord injuries our program is one of maybe only one or two in all of the United States where we incorporate both mentally and physically challenged athletes into our program we turn nobody away if you or you or Mike here wants to come and play you have a disability we're putting you on the ice I worry about picking up that course and that, that's one of the unique things about our program. Most of the other sled hockey teams are more, you want to call it a competitive nature. Uh, they're out there to win. And that's a great thing that they want to do. I want to win as long as the team wants to win as well. My main goal is for them to have fun on the ice, be able to participate in something that they would not normally be able to do. I want to put them on the ice and I want to make all of their disabilities go away for an hour and a half. That's fantastic, Frank. And now, if, if we wanted to come out and enjoy watching the Long Island Rough Riders play hockey, where can we do that? Is there one particular rink? Are you all over the island? Our group of athletes come from as far as way as Jersey, upstate New York. We're all over the island. If you want to come down, our main practice facility is at the Town of Oyster Bay on 1001 Stewart Avenue. We practice there every Tuesday from 5.30 to 6.30. We're there on Saturday mornings from 9.15 to 10.30. If you want to contact and be able, we'll take a group of one, we'll take a group of five, we'll take a group of 20. If you work for a PT department, invite your whole PT department to come down. We'll put the whole PT department on the ice. If you want to contact me, my, my, your best way to contact me is to go to our website, which is lisledhockey.org. On that website, you'll see all of my contact information, my cell phone. I could be texted, called. You can also email me. 
The world has my phone number and my contact information. <laughs> Frank, fantastic. Thank, thank you so much for a few minutes here. Really appreciate it. Awesome stuff that you're doing with the long... You got something else? I want to thank you guys here. And one, one more thing that I want to bring into effect real quick here. Of course. Our entire program, nobody collects a salary in our program. Everybody is all strictly volunteers. The coaching staff, the board. My volunteers that are here throughout the room, without my volunteers on the ice, that volunteer their time from gas going away to tournaments where they'll pick up their own out-of-pocket expenses to help the athletes on the ice. There's no way that I can never thank them for what they do. I want to give one more special shout-out. Please. Over the last couple of months, we've had a little restructuring with our board since our former president, Brian, passed away. I've been blessed to be able to try and carry on this program on his behalf and how this was created. Okay. We reconstructed our board a little bit. I've been blessed to have Kelly join our board. I want to give a huge shout out to Kelly. And with that, go Islanders. I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Shane and Chris. You guys, thank you so much. Frank, absolutely. Absolute pleasure. Thank Everybody, you, make sure you get your raffle tickets. Help support the Long Island Rough Riders sled hockey. Great stuff, Frank. Thank you so much. And Tommy, if you want to join us, as well as Mike from Miles Fanatics, please come up and join us. One of you guys can sit here with the mic and a pair of headphones. Mike, if you want, you can step over to the other side here. We got a mic and a pair of headphones for you there. All right, we will get these guys situated again. I, I just want to mention, Frank called these guys athletes, and I mean, they really are tremendous athletes. You you go down and you watch these guys play, and I can I can barely skate. These guys, <laughs> what these guys do is is tremendous. So I mean, it is it is fantastic. What uh, what these guys do, and what they're able to do, and of course the Long Island Rough Riders, Rough Riders program is a, is a tremendous, tremendous uh, asset that Long Island has. So a, a, a big shout out to Frank for what he does and, and putting on such a great program. No question about it. No question about it. Now it's time for a little Islanders community talk here, a little community chat. We have Mike from Isles Fanatics. We have Tommy from Drive for Five, who just recently celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, thank you very much. It's great to be here with you guys. Absolutely. Happy so, birthday, Tommy. So I'm going to leave this a little <laughs> open forum here. You guys can kind of just take turns, but why don't you tell everybody how you guys started your programs? I mean, what made you want to start uh, an Islander fan-based community? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you guys love the team, but what made you guys want to go that next step and say, hey, it's time to bring some people together. Let's have some events. Like, what, just, what was the, uh, the mindset behind all that? Uh, well, the mindset uh, here at the Drive of Five and three crazy Islander fans came together. Uh, my partners, Michelle Pascarelli and Brush Kylie, we came together and we've been in many groups and we said to ourselves, Why, we could do this ourselves. Why don't we start our own group and we can uh, turn this into some, something amazing with tailgating, with community events, watch parties, uh, give people a journalistic point of view on the Drive for Five. And our main premise was that everybody is welcome if you're an islander fan we want you to have a home and we want you to join our home and our object our object is to win a stanley cup of course <laughs> yes um, but most of all a place where Islander fans can come and feel wanted loved and of course enjoy the great team that we put out there every year no doubt about it mike we could just 
answer, ask the same question. Yeah. yeah so in 2017, uh, my buddy John Dooling uh, formed the Owls Fanatics Army. That uh, we were actually in Brooklyn at the time, uh, and the same the same core values as uh, Tommy and the Drive for Five. We're just there, just have a good time, uh, have viewing the parties, go to the events, and just support the Islanders. We welcome everybody. Anybody who's an Islander fan is all welcome to to hang out. Enjoy the team, whether it's Drive for Five, Isles Fanatics. We have everybody just involved, and we just want to support this team. And our goal is to win a Stanley Cup. That's really what our goal is. That's why we're here, folks. That's why we're here. So you guys have been at this for a while now. Do, Mike, we'll start with you. Do you have any past events that just stand out as maybe one of the all-time best events that you guys put together? I know you do you do a lot of great stuff, but is there any one event that maybe that stands out that maybe you want to entice somebody to, to become a fanatic and join the group? Well, you know what? I'll just uh, let, honestly, the playoffs last year when we actually merged the tailgating right out here, right here in the Marriott, right in the NASA Coliseum awesome. parking lot, the playoffs. Those are the greatest times, the greatest memories. The last two years, um, I mean, the year before it was COVID, so we, we didn't get to experience that. So last year when we were tailgating, we had the greatest time. We, we tailgated, we partied, and you know what? We were pretty successful. We didn't, we didn't get to the Stanley Cup Finals, but you know what? We were close. Hard enough. You got to tailgate harder if you we, want to stand there. You know what? Tom, Tommy, we just got to tailgate just a, <laughs> a little, little harder. harder. Just all in the karma. More. It's all in the karma. <laughs> but we need bigger tents. Maybe maybe a few more beers to get people more riled up, and then we'll intimidate <laughs> the opponent a little bit more. Hey, listen, we have uh, Los Farmer over here. We have the Hardy Agency over there. I think if they join us for the next tailgate, I think that will do it. That that's the trick. Love I, that. I love it. Too. A little public right. invitation there. I like that. And and you guys too. Why not? Hockey night, New York. We'll you go guys, anywhere. You yes. tell us where we want to you, set up. We'll set up. You guys are more than welcome to join us. Appreciate Excellent. That. Appreciate that. And we will 100% take you up on that offer. Oh, no Definitely. question about it. So let me ask you guys this. If, if anybody's interested in hanging out with you guys and joining and whatnot, where can they find you guys on the web, social media? For us, we're uh, all over Instagram. So you just go to Isles Fanatics. In at Isles Fanatics. Right on. Very Tommy. easy. Uh, for us, you, uh, you go onto Facebook and it is Drive for Five. And if you noticed on here, it is the word Drive, the number four, and then the word Five. You do that, you join in, you're an Islander fan, we'll accept you. A couple of little questions. We want to know, you know, like your best moments as an Islander fan. We, we want to make sure you're a real Islander fan. Or, <laughs> or why you actually want to be an Islander fan. But, you know, you're all welcome to come. Drive for Five Facebook group. We're now 6,500 members strong. And we're growing, and we're going to continue to do events with our buddies over here, the Fanatics, and with Hockey Night New York. These guys are fantastic. Oh, and, um, you know, we're going to support the community, too. And uh, obviously, if you all know, my favorite event, by the way, was just a, uh, a Kids for Cancer event we did over at Aussie Dugan's. And uh, we raised a lot of money for, for a sick kid who eventually, unfortunately, passed. We, we also want to bring Islanders to help community and raise money for all the good causes that are out there, like this cause we're doing today. Right on, Tommy. And, and real quick, I see you got the merch table over there. Why don't you tell us a little bit what, about what you got going on over there? Sure. If you go over there, we have a little merch table there with uh, some Drive for Five ornaments, which are $12 an ornament. There's two different types. And you see three different colors of Drive for Five hoodies that we got there. That's one of our admins over there, Tim Kahn over there, who's doing, doing <laughs> there the work go. for us today. Wonderful job. Wonderful job. And uh, those hoodies, uh, orange, blue, and black, they're $45 uh, if it's an extra large or smaller, and double XL or bigger is 50 And we also have some Road to Belmont, these are new, Drive for Five patches that you can actually iron on your jerseys, wow. your shirts, your t-shirts, whatever you want to do, seven bucks a pop, you're holding them up there, and there's a little instruction on how to do it so you don't screw it up. <laughs> Very nice. Awesome. Well, look, we can't let you guys go without a prediction here. 
So I'm going to put you both on the spot. Big game tonight. Islanders Rangers at the Garden. Mikey, we'll go to you first. What's the score tonight? Islanders win 4-3. 4-3. Tight one. Is that regulation? That is regulation. Regulation win. Okay. Tommy, what do you got? I got a, a big night for Sorokin tonight. Sorokin's going to make about 35 saves, and the Isles going to come through with a 3-1 win. Wow. Winning goal, Noah Dobson. Noah Dobson, folks. Wow. You guys heard it. That's a big win for the Islanders. Either way, you, either way, slice it. So, fellas, thank you so much for joining thank us here so tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah. I Remember? just want to appreciate everything. And I, I just want to give a shout-out to Kelly. I don't see her in the crowd, but she put this together. Yes. Wherever you Kelly are, Kelly, Jeff, thank you so much. Stuff, guys. Thank you. You Amazing brought job, us Kelly. back to our home, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kelly. Absolutely. And thank and you, guys. Thank you, Sean and Christian. Great job. Thank you, guys. Gentlemen, appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. And we're going to hang out with you all night. we got Islanders Rangers coming up in about five minutes. How are we doing out there? I think they're pumped. I think they're ready, Sean. I think they're ready. Islanders Rangers up now in about five minutes. I do want to give a shout-out to the Syracuse lacrosse team. Is that right? They're playing. Are they, they're in the lobby today. How about that? I think they must be playing Hofstra. At some point this weekend, I would imagine. Ah. All no, right, tell them to come over and right. have, a, have a lost form yeah. or have some Patron. The Syracuse lacrosse team. Come hang team. out. Get ready for the game. <laughs> I mean, I mean, rough rough week for the Syracuse Orange in the uh, in the ACC tournament last week. But, Is that right? But we're, we're pulling for the Syracuse lacrosse team today since they're here with us at the Marriott in the lobby. So go Syracuse. Go Syracuse. Well, folks, we're getting close to this puck drop here, so we're going to have to get going. But we want to thank you guys all for hanging out with us. Hope you're having a good time here with Hockey Night in New York. Wow. All right. Wow. That's, that's pretty messed up, guys. That's pretty messed up. We'll remember that. <laughs> All right. That's what I like to hear. Much better. Thank you, Stacey. We can always count on you. You are the best. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we've been Hockey Night in New York. I want to send out a big thanks to Dan Rosen of NHL.com for joining us on the phone from the Garden tonight. Huge thanks to RJ Danis, our presenting sponsor, as well as Blue Line Deli and Bagels, Thai Technology, and Oyster Bay Brewing Company. And, of course, a huge thanks to Patron, Lost Farmer, Notorious Wines, the Long Island Marriott. Awesome stuff. Thanks so much to Drive for Five for coming out. Thank you so much to <laughs> the Islanders Fanatics. And, of course, Long Island Rough Riders Sled Hockey. That's what we're raising money for here tonight. Remember, get your raffle tickets. Don't forget to get your free beer tickets if you haven't heard about that. White ticket from Kelly. She's hanging out, walking around. Get your ticket. And you get a free beer. Get free beer if the Islanders score. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Free beer if the Islanders score their first, first goal. That is courtesy of Lost Farmer. Again, we have great prizes going on here. Get involved in the raffles. Awesome time here. We're going to have a great time with the Islanders and the Rangers. We also have that auction. Well, we'll have a great time with the Islanders. The Rangers can... Well, I mean, they, they, you know, know they're going to be on ice together, so... They're going to be on the ice together. But again, uh, full team autograph stick available for auction. That starts at $100. You can see the Rough Riders about that, too, which is also another great prize. And we'll be announcing prizes during the intermission, so definitely keep it here all night during the game. For Christian Arnold, my name is Sean Cuthbert. We've been Hockey Night in New York. Let's go Islanders. We'll see you next time. Bye.